Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy to be with you today. And we have an amazing guest here with us. We have Christine Widfeld, the CEO of Chat Couture. And I am just so excited to be here with you today and chat all things direct sales. How are you, Christine? I'm doing so great. I think I told you before we started, I love talking with you, Becky, because you have a smile in your voice. And I hope we bring lots of things to smile about this morning. Absolutely. Well, I am smiling over here. I've been looking forward to our interview all week. And I just can't wait to hear a little bit more about your story and all the good things that you're up to. And, you know, get your perspective on all the things happening. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, who you serve and what you've been doing in this industry. Oh, okay. In a quick nutshell, I studied English in college because I love to read, I love to write, and I love to speak. And I just figured that the magic career would manifest itself to me if I pursued something that I was passionate about with no real idea of what I was going to do. And I did a lot of really cool gigs. I've worked at an advertising agency. I've been a magazine editor. I was a film critic for a while. I worked for a newspaper. I've been an on-air television host. And while I I was working for an ad agency. One of our clients was in direct selling. And I really loved this client. We were with them as a partner on their first million dollar day. And it was just so electric at the office. And they were just this young, scrappy company with this really innovative product. And then we started getting additional clients that were also in the direct selling industry. I'm headquartered in Salt Lake City and we're kind of a mecca for direct sellers. There's Absolutely. lots of opportunities here. And what I loved about it right away was I see direct sales as kind of, they're sitting at the intersection of opportunity and innovation. It doesn't matter what your background is. doesn't matter if you're like me, you're an English major, you love to read, you love to write, you love to speak, you love people. You can find a path. You don't have to have an MBA to be successful. You don't have to have 20 years of experience. So I love the opportunity and I love the opportunity specifically for women. I think that it fits with where you want to work, how you want to work, and when you want to work with all the many things that you've got going. And I often say that direct sales is for triers, people who love and want to try things and they're a little bit entrepreneurial. I love that bold, brassy streak in direct sellers. So I love the opportunity. And then that other piece of the intersection is innovation. If you want to look at trend and what's going to be the next big thing, Look at direct sales because often it is the next, next thing in makeup, in fashion, in home decor, in Chalk Couture's case. And so before something goes big or is seen everywhere or is even on a big box store shelf, you're going to find it in direct sales because it is kind of a hotbed and a safe haven for where good ideas can take root and those triers can take it and run with it. And 
that's one thing that stood out to me in my ad agency life. And then not long thereafter, I jumped the fence, left the ad agency world and just immersed myself in direct sales. And it's been 20 years and I'm still digging it. I love it. And I love what you said just around the opportunity that it provides. You know, I'm sure I'm much like many other direct sellers out there in that I didn't see it coming, right? Like I had my own stuff going on. I never anticipated really stepping into this industry. And I figured I would just give it a try and think because you're a trier. Took right? off. I'm a trier. <laughs> I'm going to try this. Yes. Yes. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not starting a new business. I promise. I promise. Uh oh. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> Right? Right? So yes, that opportunity is just incredible. And what I think is cool is that you get to define what opportunity means. Not even the company you join or maybe your sponsor or a team member. They don't get to define it. For so many direct sellers, the opportunity is a chance to be an extrovert and connect with other people and to have a reason to reach out even during a pandemic and to go live on Facebook and to connect with people who are like-minded. In our instance, it's people who love to be creative and take care of their home and make something beautiful. And so that is an opportunity. Yes, there is a financial opportunity, but as human beings, we need to be fulfilled in a lot more ways in addition to financial, we need to have our needs met um, socially and psychologically and personally. And so I think that's one of the big, big areas that direct sales can fuel. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just on a mastermind call a couple of days ago for a group that I'm in, and they kind of described this concept of entrepreneurship as being on a forever personal growth journey. <laughs> and I could relate to that so, so much that that opportunity, you're right, it's more than financial and it provides community and connection, but it also gives you opportunity to grow in ways that you never even realized was possible. Yeah. And- I, I often tell people that all direct sales companies, all good direct sales companies are personal development companies, hopefully with a great product. Amazing. Well, let's talk about great products. Okay, so- <laughs> tell us what you're up to over there at Chocotour. Somebody's oh, listening in and they don't know anything about what your products are. To well, then us, people need to check us out. Then, you know, they can visit us at chocouture.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a product that I could spend 15 minutes describing or 10 seconds in a video showing you. Perfect. Which I think is also awesome because it really set us up to grow on social media with reels and stories. Our field has been able to really show off the big wow of our category creating home decor products without even opening their mouths. That's what's awesome. So um, in a nutshell, I promise not to spend 15 minutes. We have a really great reusable mesh silkscreen transfer design that allows you to make like, you know, you see t-shirts of old where they would silkscreen a t-shirt. We do something similar, but it's absolutely no mess, no stress. The silk screen itself, we sell hundreds of different designs. So whether you want something to go on a t-shirt, a tea towel, or on a frame or anything like that on a kid's project, on a gift, on a card. I've even seen our transfers used on a woman's pregnant belly once. She what? <laughs> like a baby on board thing. Oh my goodness. Um, I love so that. They, they work on all kinds of things. You can chalk on your appliances at home. You can put like no snacking on your fridge. You can put no soliciting on your front door or visitors welcome. Or We have hundreds of different designs from Halloween to everyday to Christmas to Hanukkah to sports. And then we offer a huge palette of totally washable 
chalk paste. It's called our Chalkology paste. So it comes in every different color you can imagine. You can mix and match the colors to create a color of your own choice. They dry in about 30 seconds and you don't like what you've created, take a damp wash rag, wipe it off. Although you can't, not like chalk where you can smear it with your hands. This dries to a buff matte shine in about 30 seconds and it'll stay put until you want to take it off. And if you want it to stay put forever, use our permanent ink product. It's the exact same kind of experience as our paste, except that it'll last forever. So if you're going to make a t-shirt, use ink and then you can wash it and wash it and wash it and love it forever. And I think what's interesting, you know, when we talk about direct sales being at the intersection of innovation and opportunity, sometimes the big wow of a product is sitting right in front of us all along. Like the product that we have is not a fundamentally new concept. The thing that makes it new and exciting is our field. Our field has taken things like a washable chalk paste, this really great reusable stencil, and you can buy similar products at big box stores. I don't think they have the variety of designs or the quality of reusability that we have, but what doesn't happen in a big box store is there isn't someone who's your Sherpa who says that design would look amazing on that surface with those colors and let me show you how to put it together. And I think that's why sometimes the biggest innovation that direct sales brings to a product is the person who's showing you how to do it and how to do it right. And that's why we're category creating. I think that's what really put us on the map. We've only been around for five years, but have grown to in excess of $40 million in top line revenue in five years. And it is the easiest, simplest, most fun, cool product ever. And the difference that made it grow, our field of independent designers, they're the ones who were like, I can show people how to use this in 10 seconds on Facebook. And suddenly everybody went, oh my gosh, I have to have that in my life. Right. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. And I think you're absolutely right. I think the differentiator in this industry is the people and the service that you're getting from them. And what came to mind as you were chatting about that is I bet your independent designers have come up with things that you never even imagined could be created. Yes. And that's the cool thing is that I often tell them, you are leading this company. We are watching what you are doing with our products and you are pushing trend. You're inspiring what we'll come up with next. We don't sit in a meeting and just say, what do we think they'd like? We go out and look at what they're doing and we go, oh my gosh, that's innovative. Let's listen to them. Let's follow what they're doing. We do have an amazing in-house studio of talented designers who are creating our own social media ideas and projects, but nothing parallels our field of designers and what they come up with. We're regularly going, did you see what so-and-so did? It's just, it's awesome. I bet it is so much fun. And, yeah. you know, kind of switching gears a little bit here, but, you know, you have grown very quickly, which yeah. is exciting and growth comes with challenges. And I think <laughs> often, no matter if you're a direct seller looking at somebody else in the industry and seeing their success and how fast they've grown or how easy they make it look, I mean, it's the same at the corporate office, right? So everything comes across like, wow, they have it all together. Everything is so, you know, it's growing and it's easy and it's amazing. 
Tell us a little bit more about that. It what has that journey like, looked like on the It's not easy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. We could do a whole podcast on the overnight sensation that isn't and all the long hours and the things that go wrong. And honestly, I really believe in the adage, you either win or you learn. And we have learned a lot. And gratefully, I think we have really, really patient, flexible, visionary designers who have been willing to stick with us through the lumps and bumps and as things maybe haven't worked out as well as we wanted them to. And they've just stuck with us and kept on swinging. So some of the things that happen, I think, behind the scenes, interestingly, um, you and I were talking about a past business before we started this that I had been with that I loved. And The CEO of that company once said to me, just in frustration, we were struggling with something. And she said to me, I'll bet Nike doesn't have these problems. I'll bet, you know, because, and that's, I think the the grass is always greener, right? Sure, right. Look at McDonald's or you look at Dillard's or you look at any brand that you like, Coca-Cola or Disney, and you think they must have it all figured out. And then a few years ago, that was still in my mind where she had said, I'll bet Nike doesn't have its problems. <laughs> the founder of Nike, Bill Knight, wrote a great book called Shoe Dog. And it is all about the early days of Nike. And you read it and you think, I'm going to learn about shoes. You read the book and you know what you learn about? You learn about problems, all the problems that Nike had. And the difference in it is that Every company, especially a fast growing one, you're going to have real problems. The reason that you don't know about them is that they persist and they solve them. They lean into the discomfort. They acknowledge with humility, gosh, that was a bad decision. Let's learn from it or let's do something different. Some of the challenges we've had, like as an example, when we started producing our exclusive Chalkology paste, it was literally being produced like in a KitchenAid style mixer, like you have at home. (laughs) Right. right? And, and we had, we had Tupperware containers that were full of it. We would put them into Home Depot buckets, you know, just like five gallon buckets and yes. with a lid and then they'd get scooped out and put into small jars. And that worked just fine. Today, if you were to walk back with me to our warehouse, we have two 50 gallon high shear industrial mixers that create our paste. Well, great. That's a sign of growth. But do you know what doesn't scale particularly well when you try to double it or triple it or quadruple it? Not just chocolate chip cookie recipes, <laughs> but recipes for paste. Yeah. And we found that the same recipe that worked great when you were making it in these small batches in Tupperware containers, it didn't scale particularly wow. well when you put it in a 50 gallon drum, just those slight variances. When you double it, we found that sure. suddenly this paste that had been so consistent, we call it creamy dreamy it would dry out and we'd go, what, what's happening? It's, it's never dried out. And so we had some real learning curves where we learned we had to modify the formulas that had always worked for us for scale um, and just shift the ingredients ever so slightly. And so our customers went from saying, we love this product to, I opened my paste and it was chunky or it was hard to stir. And so we had to work through that and it was a problem and we had to fix it. And then we had to relaunch the paste like a year and a half ago, we relaunched our paste and we made sure that we sent free samples to every customer who had purchased paste and we sent samples and and it was expensive to do. And it was the right thing to do. We wanted to say, we so believe in our product and we want you to come back and try it. And if you've had an experience with clunky, clumpy paste, 
We now want to make sure you have an experience with creamy, dreamy paste, come back and rediscover it. And so I think that was one of the notable pieces and directly tied to growth, right? We had to get from the five gallon mixer to the 50 gallon mixer. And there've been all kinds of things like that from moving to a much bigger fulfillment operation Mm -hmm. that can fulfill a thousand or more orders a day versus when I started in 2017 on my first day, I picked orders. We all did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we work our day jobs. And then in the afternoon, we'd turn off the phones and we'd walk over to the warehouse and pick a couple hundred orders. Well, that doesn't work when right. you're now getting a thousand and six thousand and ten thousand orders on a launch day. Sure. <laughs> right. That's, That's scaling. Fun. But I love, I mean, first of all, thank you for your transparency and sharing oh, that sure. story because I think sometimes you're right. On the outside, it's like, oh, they've got it all figured out. Look at all their growth. Like, how do I do that? Right. That's the question. Like, how do I make my you business work? In- and you stay <laughs> in it. Like, right. You just you yes. literally show up every day and you say, okay, guys, that was a hot mess and I own it. And thank you for showing up again. And let's get this right. Like what we've got is too special to not keep working. Shoe dog. It's not about shoes. It's about problems. I'm going <laughs> to add that to my read list. <laughs> I love it. Well, and you've been in this industry for a while now. And so, you know, as you're thinking about the industry and as it continues to evolve and professionalize and get bigger and stronger together, what kind of shifts are you seeing in terms of trends? I'd love to hear as, you know, know we're approaching the end of the year. It doesn't quite feel like it yet, but as we're looking to 2023, (laughs) we're fast forwarding through all the holidays. As we're looking to 2023, what are some of those changes that you see coming for us? Well, I think there are a lot of changes in the direct selling world. And I think some of them are easy and awesome. And I think others make those of us who love this model and who are really committed to this model a little uncomfortable. There's some unfamiliar territory, and I believe we can navigate it if we are also open-minded enough to embrace it. I was on a webinar last night with my leaders, and I said the the way to having more is sometimes to let go. If we are willing to let go of some of the preconceived ideas we have, or even this tight hold on the way we've always done things, and I'll do that in air quotes, um, then the opportunity to get much more comes back to us. So one thing I think that's evolving, and I think this is exciting, and it also is a little scary for direct sellers, the concept of being an independent contractor is evolving even the legal definition of what that is. And so in many companies, they desire to say, if you're going to sell my brand, we want to restrict you from selling other brands because we want you to be loyal and to focus on this. Now, I'm a true believer that what you focus on grows. I I think if you're trying to um, have too many buckets or spin too many plates, it sounds good on paper to serve two masters and to build all those income streams. But the truth is we're human and it's very hard to multitask. And so while I do absolutely believe that what you focus on grows, even from a legal perspective, we have to honor and acknowledge that our fields, if direct sellers are listening to this, triers going to try. They want to try lots of different things. And the thing that brought them to your company will keep them at your company if you have an amazing community, good compensation, and a really winning product. And so you cannot be afraid of saying, go ahead and try other brands. And even from a legal perspective, as an independent consultant, we are learning too in the industry, 
we can't legally say, if you sell for our brand, you can't represent that brand, unless of course it's a direct competitor. Mm -hmm. So I want to welcome people to Chalk Couture who also love to represent makeup or women's um, accessories and handbags or other products like that, like weight loss or whatever else, instead of saying, nope, you have to be exclusive to my brand. And I think that that's historically made direct sellers very uncomfortable, but we have to be willing to say, we're going to let go because we believe that that good karma will come back to us tenfold. I think the other thing that we're seeing as a trend is, you know, direct sales, when this model was really gaining traction 30, 20, even 10 years ago, we did not have strong e-com. Amazon mm -hmm. wasn't a thing. And yet now today, Amazon is what your customers are comparing you to. And you're like, well, I'm not Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I don't have millions of web developers. And, and sometimes it's really hard to get a product delivered in two days, but everybody has Amazon Prime. And now I can order my dog food and it's there in two days. So I want my Chocotour products to arrive just the same. And if you're a direct seller, your customers want that same easy, frictionless, one-click shopping that they find that they're getting on Amazon or other huge platforms. And so I think the challenge for us as direct sellers is how do we provide truly frictionless shopping experiences that the customer wants? And sometimes we're like, well, wait, they have to sign up for my newsletter or they have to know that I sold them this or I have to follow up with an email. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the takeaways to us is let go and you'll get back even more. And so it's okay if a customer needs and wants to check out, maybe even as an unaffiliated guest checkout, let's let them do that because that means now we've acquired a customer and they're going to find you on social media. That's the thing that we're really seeing is the other plus that we love in trend is that social media is ubiquity. If you're on social media and you're sharing your spin on the brand, if you're showing people how to use the amazing Chocotour products, I can't do that as a corporate office. I'll never, ever compete with my field in that way. And I don't want to. That's the joy. That's the magic that they bring. And when a customer comes, they need to have a shopping experience that is as easy as shopping on Amazon. And if we make it too hard, mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, no, thanks. It's just different for direct sales. But I think if we can just relax, let go, and recognize that our strength is in the magic of showing people how to use our products, they'll come back. They will come yeah. back again and again and again. I love that. There's so much of what you just said that I love, 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 love. And I think as a drug seller is building their personal brand and they're showing up and they're connecting with their customers, they're also building up that no like trust factor and they're going to be right there by their side. And the easiest way to help somebody check out, go through that process, get the products in their hand, the better. I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I am a very lazy shopper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want my direct credit. sellers just to say, yes, you need to reorder that for you. Credit card out again. You're like, I don't want to go get my credit go get card. It. Right. And exactly. so we have to provide that yeah. if you're shopping from a direct seller and they have a store, you got to get to a point where we're doing secure checkout and mm -hmm. where I know the customer and they can check out with ease. And the more that we're able to lean into some of those things that are happening in the e-com world, the more that we become current and trendy and relevant. And I think the other thing that we're really seeing as a trend is, and I'm excited that Chalk Couture is doing, we actually just started it today, September 1st, mm -hmm. paying your designers, paying your field 
real time is really important. And we're seeing that more and more as a trend, people would actually rather, even if your check might be bigger once a month, Mm -hmm. it's more important to give someone real time. And I want to be able to say, sell something right now, sell something on your site. And within an hour, you can put gas in your car. You can order a pizza for dinner. I love the levers and the power that that can give our field. Instead of saying, wait until the 15th of next month when you'll get a check for your deferred commissions. If Trier's going to try, we want to be able to be out and about. We want to post something on social, drop a link. And if somebody shops and checks out, I want to see that five bucks, that eight bucks, that $15, that $20. I want to see it show up in my account so that I can say, hey, kids, let's go get ice cream. Like that's the thing that makes life more beautiful and easier and worth living. And I think that's where direct sales fits in terms of opportunity is providing real-time access to real-time payments for the work we do. That's why people drive for DoorDash or Uber or get involved in a lot of different pieces. And then it can grow from there. It can become your full-time focus. But for a lot of people, it's about what can I do between when I pick up the kids from school and when I drop them off at soccer practice. How can I monetize that half an hour meaningfully? And oh my gosh, now I can also buy dinner for my family, same day. Oh, it's that instant gratification that comes along with the effort that you're putting out. And it's the same on the shipping side too, right? Like we ordered it today. We want to see it in the next couple of days. We don't want to wait a week, two weeks, a month to get that order. So I love that you're leading the way in the industry on that. And I'm sure your designers are appreciating those direct deposits dropping into their account every day. So we're just, like I said, it's brand new today. We're see, I think we're an innovative company, but we're not always the fastest to the party. We're learning from the best. And I meet with other CEOs in the business and they're like, this will make a huge difference. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's support it real time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that so much. Okay. So I know we could probably talk all day. So let me (laughs) ask you this since you have been in this industry for a while and you've seen some people have tremendous success, what is your best coaching for somebody that's stepping into direct sales? What would be your advice if they're listening to this podcast right now and they're just getting started or maybe they're gearing up their business for the holiday season? What is your best advice for them as they're planning their work on the day to day? Okay. There are kind of two questions. I hope you don't mind if I answer it. In yes, two. please do. What advice would you give to someone considering direct sales? And then somebody who's already in direct sales, if they're looking to ramp their business or looking at fourth quarter to the person who's looking at direct sales, I would say direct sales 101 means fall in love with a product first, find an amazing product that you genuinely would use. Do not look at something that's just launching or that quote unquote might be a massive opportunity because it won't be if you don't use and love the product. If you were getting into it saying, well, I looked at their compensation plan and I just really liked it. You're going to have trouble building a real brand. You won't come across as authentic and you won't be able to speak to how it's used, whatever it may be. Any product can be the perfect product or the worst product for you. So I think if you're evaluating the industry first, fall madly in love, have a deep, true, you know, romance with a product that you feel like I would buy this myself and love it and use it in my life. Secondly, do some research because you aren't just signing up 
with the company, you are signing up with a person. And sometimes the best person for you, sometimes it's a rookie mistake. People sign up with someone who lives near to them. That is no longer the case. Again, social media, Zoom has brought us so close together. So find the person who kind of vibes with your same style. And sometimes that may be a really, really successful leader, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes that really, really successful leader might be too busy to give you what you want. And so sometimes people will tell, you know, I'm a five-time trip earner or I've done all these things. And you're like, but are you still interested in me, sure. your, your new person? And you can interview them. You can be like, hey, I'm looking at joining Chalk Couture. What kind of support will you provide me in my first 90 days? Like, what can I expect? What kind of groups do you have? Like, it's a-okay to ask. And in fact, your sponsor will love you for that. They want to work with people who want to know more about the business. So fall in love with the product, mm -hmm. find an amazing sponsor. Even 10 minutes of homework online will save you a lot. Mm -hmm. And then make sure that you enter and pay attention to everything that both the company and your upline give you in the first 30 days. If you've ordered a starter kit, don't let it sit on your <laughs> open the box. Table. Open, open the, the box. box. <laughs> yes, there's magic in there. Sometimes we wait to open it because we think I'm not ready yet or I'm too busy. You're always going to be too busy. Open it and dive in. And the first thing that I always encourage everybody to do is record an unboxing video. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. And it's even good for your family and friends for them to see. Oh my gosh, you know, my sister, Christine is, look at how cute that, oh man, look at that cute thing that's in there. And you're sharing the surprise with them. So that's kind of a direct sales 101 for people who aren't in it yet to even get them going and make sure your friends and family know what you're doing because they'll be your biggest supporters and will help you connect with other people as you work to build your community. If you're already in direct sales, then my biggest advice is nothing new. I think common sense is the best rule, even though sometimes it's not common practice. And I love the adage that you can work a business full-time or part-time, but you can't work it in your spare time. Mm -hmm. So my best advice for someone who is in a direct selling company and wants to really take advantage of fourth quarter, because this is the time when we shine. People, uh, their wallets are open, their hearts and minds are open. They're interested in charitable giving. They're interested in projects. They're willing to get together to party. They're looking for an off the beaten, but really unique gift to give to their mom and their sister and their bestie and their kids' teachers. And so you are that person. And people want to shop local. Emphasize that you are the local person. You are representing I am here in Draper, Utah. I am your local connection to this amazing product. More and more people want that opportunity. Emphasize the local angle. Make sure that you set aside a certain amount of hours every week that you are working. Consistency is always key. I know we hear that. It doesn't have to be a lot. I'm not telling you that to have a successful fourth quarter, you need to be working at 40 hours a week. If it's five, make those five hours, that one hour a day, super, super profitable and focused on nothing but your business. In fact, put yourself in your garage, <laughs> headphones on. I'm saying that, of course, you're laughing because Becky's working. I'm in, in my garage, garage right? <laughs> but go somewhere where the distractions are minimized and you are not hearing the laundry buzz and you are not hearing the TV that your kids are watching and make sure that you are in a really quiet place. I'm a huge believer in to-do lists and holding myself accountable. I also believe if you have a running buddy, even if it's somebody who's not in the business, talk to your partner, talk to your spouse and say, honey, today my goal is 
I am going to set an alarm and for 15 minutes, I'm going to focus on reaching out to everybody who has ever ordered from me in the last six months. And I'm going to tell them what I'm offering for the month of September. And then let's talk about it at dinner tonight. Like I think husbands, partners, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, they are the best accountability partner because they want you to win. And so it's sometimes great to find someone in the business who can hold you accountable. But I literally will tell my husband, like on a Saturday morning, here are the things I want to do today. (laughs) And then we're going to talk about it at dinner. So when we get back together at six o'clock at night, hold me accountable. And he'll say, how did that go? Did you finish this? Did you do that? So we need accountability. We need deadlines. And I would say set golden time apart for just your business. And it doesn't have to be a lot. I think we often tell ourselves, I have to either be in or out when in truth, we win by doing just 1%, just a degree better than we feel comfortable. I do that even when I'm on a treadmill, I'll be running on a treadmill and I'll often tell myself, do one more minute. And then I'll get to the end of that minute and I'll go, okay, do one more. Do one more. Just one more. more. And it might be a mind game or a trick, but it makes me feel like just a bad A girl boss. Yes. Myself even one step farther than I thought I was going to do. Yes. Oh my goodness. So much good advice packed in there. I hope everyone is jotting down all the notes right now because that was just too good. That's well, your pep talk. Get here's out my, there. My Make it happen. Rule of the day too is back in early in my career, I worked for Stephen Covey. I worked for the Covey yeah. Leadership Center, the man who wrote The Seven Habits yes. of People. And I learned something from working with him in in this wonderful environment, which was all about how to be as effective and to be your best self. And one of my key takeaways was, this is so silly, but it works. Get up in the morning when your alarm goes off or before, because it is the first commitment of the day. Nobody else knows if you hit the snooze button or stay in bed five minutes longer, but you do. And he always used to say the most important person to hold yourself accountable to is you. And it starts with whatever time you've told yourself to get up in the morning. So if you've told yourself, I'm going to get up at 630 tomorrow, do it and then make your bed. Because even though you're telling yourself, no one else is even going to be in my bedroom, no one will see the unmade bed you know, you've done it. And I know that sounds crazy, but yeah. I now I haven't worked for Stephen. He, he passed away many years ago. I haven't worked there for nearly 30 years. I think that every single morning when I get up, the first commitment that I honor is to myself. And it is to get out of bed and put my feet on the floor when I said I would. And I'm going to make my bed because order and discipline matter. Even if I'm the only, my kids will be like, mom, you have 27 pillows on your bed. <laughs> Why do you need to make your bed? And I'm like, it's for me. Yeah, It is for me. Like do it for you. I love that. Oh my goodness. Make the bed, get up on time, do all the things. (laughs) That's crazy. It's like, that's, that's why I see nothing away from this podcast, but get up on time and make the bed and your whole day is yours. Yeah. I'm going to have my kids listen to this. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying. I will be a morning struggle at our house. (laughs) My kids absolutely make their bed. In fact, my youngest child, he moved away last year and he moved to Portland and he was living in an apartment with several other people. And he's like, mom, 19 year old guys, they do not make their bed. I just thought everybody did. And I was like, (laughs) mom, win. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Christine. Well, this has just been lovely. Thank you so 
so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're about to hop on a plane. You have big things going on. (laughs) I so appreciate you. Tell us, where can we learn more about Chat Couture and everything coming up here? Oh, all places. You got to find out about this fun company. It is, you're just barely getting started. And you, like I said, I can explain it in 15 minutes or you can see it in 10 seconds. So race right now, do not walk, run to Facebook and you can visit us at Chat Couture. Instagram, we have lots of great stuff on Instagram at chalk underscore couture. And if you visit chalkcouture.com, we have an awesome newsletter that really focuses on inspiration. We actually said we don't want to be that company that's just sell, sell, sell all the time because creators got to create, tryers got to try. So go to chalkcouture.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, which is called Chalk Style, but it gives you all kinds of ideas on how to decorate for fall and how to make an easy read. Even if you're not a classic chalker, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. So if you want to just dip your toe in the Chalk Couture water, visit us on social and then get our newsletter. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. I look forward to seeing everything that you have coming up next because I know you have some good stuff cooking. So thank you again, Christine. Bye, Becky. Thank you so much. Thank you. We love our corporate clients. Whether you're looking for modern training for your sales field, a speaker for your next conference, a streamlined learning management system, or strategies to increase your sales, we got you covered. Learn more at moderndirectseller.com slash corporate. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.